It's time for a Big Blue Kickoff Live. Nobody can ever tell you that you couldn't do it because you're dead. On Giants.com. You know what I saw? New York Giant Prime. And the Giants mobile app. 17-14 is the final. One touchdown, we are world champions. Believe it, and it will happen. Part of the Giants Podcast Network. Let's go out there like a bunch of crazy dogs. Have some fun. Welcome to Big Blue Kickoff Live. Thanks for being with us. Madeline Burke, Howard Cross with you. The phone number is 201-939-4513. Or find us on Twitter at hashtag Giants Chat. And as a reminder, you can find the archive of BBK and our entire podcast network on the Giants mobile app, podcast platforms everywhere, and Giants.com slash podcast. Howard Cross, we got the first day in pads today. First day in pads. Actual practice. I can't wait talking about practice out here we got a 5 p.m practice it's going to be a little dusk like dusk like situation is that how we call it you know after it was being after 100 degrees every day just for last week they probably thought it was gonna be 100 this week so they hedged their bets and went at five i know i mean dable has actually talked about this too he likes to vary the time of practice not only for the temperature which has been quite hot out Mm -hmm. there but also for uh, giving these guys different levels of rest and um, also just varying times that they are playing, practicing their bodies. Because of course, you know, you got games at one o'clock, you got games at 8.30, you got games at four o'clock throughout the season. So you want to be used to kind of working at different times of day, right? Uh, that, and I think that sometimes, I don't know if it's coach intentionally doing it, but I think sometimes you have to get guys out of routines. You don't want anybody into a routine because something breaks their routine. They're not able to uh, change the way they go. Like teams that play at one o'clock all year long, every year, you you want to be the one o'clock game. Most people want to be the four o'clock game. Some people like you know Monday night, Sunday night, and Thursday night. But the one o'clock game, if you could play that every week, you'd have a routine. You'd be great at it. And the moment you play at four o'clock or Monday night or whatever, it throws you off your rhythm. Yeah, a little so, bit. Yeah, so he's he's varying the rhythm of practice, so they have to have very rhythms of games. Which is interesting too, because you want to have a variance in the rhythm, but also athletes are such creatures of habit. No, we're not. Yeah, yes, you are. Every every Monday is just gonna practice. Every Tuesday is off. Every Wednesday, yeah. yeah well, you know, a it, bit. We, we have schedules. That, okay, okay. Creatures are habit of schedules. I got Schedule it. Schedule habit. Okay, fair. I got it. Fair. Fair. Fair okay. enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah, we've got a lot to get into in the first day of pads. Of course, it has not happened yet. It will happen later today, uh, five to seven p.m. practice. But mm-hmm. we will be here talking about it, talking about what we've seen so far in practice. And again, the phone lines two zero one nine three nine. Four five one three. But before we get into that, too, I want to remind you guys that the Giants Huddle podcast. Make sure you go and subscribe to the Giants Huddle podcast. It features long form interviews with Giants players, coaches, and front office staff, past and present. Plus, hear from the best analysts covering Big Blue and the NFL. Search for Giants Huddle and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform or go to giants.com slash podcast. And don't forget, if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star positive review for all of our Giants podcasts if you enjoy what you're listening to. Madeline Burke and Howard Cross here on BBK. Make sure to follow Howard Cross at HowardCross87 or you can chime in with me, Madeline Burke, at Madeline Burke. Uh, let us know what you think on Twitter, on social media. We'll be following around. Is that calling it on X the, now? On the gram. On the gram. You can get us on X or the gram. On X. Or <laughs> X going to give it to you. Um, yeah, we will be you know, keeping you up to date on all the latest and greatest around the facility. Um, Cross, I mean, first of all, I know one of the players that you wanted to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Jalen Hyatt. Man, I'm going to tell you something. Watching this kid in practice, I, I was like, I was wondering if he was really that fast. He is faster than that fast. I can't believe this. Yeah. I, th- I thought like he ran his 40 time. I'm like, well, maybe he's, you know, he slid to the third round. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe there's something I don't uh, miss. 
And watching him in practice, I'm like, holy smokes. Yeah. If he's even, he's leaving. I'm telling you, it's great. Yeah. He's so quick. He, I spoke to him yesterday, too. So players are wearing GPS trackers, obviously. <laughs> yep. um, this came up because Art Stapleton was doing an interview with him the other day. And as they finished the interview, Daniel Jones walks by and said, you tell him about your 24 miles an hour? <laughs> and Jalen's like, no. And Art says, well, what is that? What does that mean? And Jalen Hyatt, multiple times throughout training camp, has hit 24 miles per hour as his max speed. Now, for context at how fast that is, the fastest recorded speed in an NFL game is Tyreek Hill at 23.24 miles per hour. So granted, there's no pads involved yet, but still Jalen Hyatt multiple times gets faster than that. All I'm going to say, if, if, if the wind's behind him, he can't run through a school zone. That's too fast. <laughs> That's too fast. Can you get I, a speeding ticket running? I, I, I mean, the last time I was moving 24 miles an hour and I was in a car, I probably was falling. I think that was it. Because I, mean, I couldn't slow down. Like, oh, no, look out. Cannot slow down. <laughs> Cannot slow down at all. I mean, this is a guy, though. And he's really made it a point, though, as much as that, that speed and that vertical threat is such a highlight of his game, he doesn't want to be known as just that. You know, he wants to be able to know, be known as somebody that you can work the route tree with, that can get involved in those short yardage situations. But the fact that he is able to be a just send it guy, and also mm -hmm. the fact that this offense is really prioritizing that with the speed in this wide receiver room. Well, here's the thing, and I think the people should really think about this. If he keeps saying that, that means someone has told him that you're a one-trick pony. Right. So, or maybe so, you just, when you hear the same compliment over and over, it's like, yeah, but I'm more than that, right? Nah, no. no? So, someone has told him he was a one-trick pony, and he's like, well, I can do everything. So, mm -hmm. now he talks about all the other stuff he can do besides going deep. If it were me, and I could run 24 miles an hour, I would be saying every day, I said, well, if you can catch me. <laughs> I, I would say it every day, and guys will start to back off of him. So, uh -huh. all the other routes that he wants to run, they, he'll be able to run because they're so afraid he's going to go deep. Okay. If that was me, that's how I would promote myself. So that's pro tip right there. Yeah, pro tip number one. This is a guy that you know quite well, though, because Howard, as an Alabama alum. You really going to bring this up? I am absolutely <laughs> going to bring this up because as an Alabama alum, as a member of the Roll Tide Nation, Roll Tide, Roll Tide. you're quite familiar with um, Jalen Hyatt's highlight game with Tennessee. Yeah, that's what got him drafted, that's, probably playing yeah. against Alabama. Yeah, yeah. do you want to just remind us how well he played in that game? I, I, I can't know. recall. I Howard. think he's still open. Let's just put it like that. Seven <laughs> Eleven, staying open like Seven Eleven. Oh uh, but it's been good too because the depth in that wide receiver room. I, I talked to him yesterday. I asked him about this. The interview will be up on Giants.com later mm -hmm. this week, and it's also going to be on our uh, training camp show later this week as well. But um, there's so much depth in that wide receiver room, and there's so much competition within those wide receivers. There's also a lot of depth in the DB room. There's yes. a lot of depth within the defensive backs. So not only are they competing amongst themselves, but against each other. And this is like peak iron sharpens iron competition, you, no? That's always what it is. You know, you, you got the first-round pick, and even Banks that he's the guy that everybody's like kind of keeping their eye on they got a kid i don't know what round he was drafted in that's a rookie that is showing up and showing trey out. hawkins yeah trey <laughs> hawkins six round pick out of old dominion all i gotta say is bro, you know plays. those six round picks they i ain't gonna say nothing but you know i was one myself they, they do things on they do things on the team they do <laughs> things. Yeah, yeah they do but he's 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 balling out you know every opportunity he gets even getting some run with the ones getting a little burn there you know so that's, I think that's more of wink, like making sure that everybody knows all the positions, all the times, and no matter who's in, who's out, we're going to be able to do this. I think that's going to be great. It's going to be interesting to see if it's going to be if it's going to be Hawkins, 
slot or who or homes in mm-hmm. the slot, you know, covering the slot receivers. Uh, or even a Dory's been working the slot a little bit too. Well, the Dory, you know, if I have two young big guys on the outside that can cover, right? A Dory playing the slot, in, you know, in unique moments would be really huge, right? Especially going against Dallas and that guy down there, the good place in the slot. One of the things I like about this, though, is that we're watching, you know, as we're watching in practices, we're watching different guys getting run with the ones. Of course, this is still early, and a lot of this is just giving guys opportunities to see where they can work and where they can shine. But it kind of further emphasizes what Brian Dable always says, where it's like, no, 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 there's no scholarship. There's no, Mm-mm. this is the path here. If you're the best player, you're going to get the job. And in the locker room, I feel like players feel that, right? They know that, like, hard work translates to opportunity. That's got to be a great thing for the culture, right? No, it's, it, it forces a lot of things. And a lot of times people don't really think about this, but, you know, you, you talk about the GPS trackers, right? So yeah. when guys hit a certain amount, like you have a run rate, once you hit your run rate, your time's up. Yeah, and coaches know that, and they've they've calculated that for practice. Believe it or not, so they have guys like they'll give you some reps and everything, and all of a sudden they know, okay, he's going to hit his run rate at this at this moment. So we're going to add this guy in and give him some run because he has he's going to have almost no burn at all. Right. So they're they're mixing and matching using the the GPS trackers to make sure everybody's hitting the same amount of time, same amount of, you know same distances, and get the right kind of rest for him. So it's not just the GPS tracker has allowed coaches not to say, okay, we're just going to do ones here, twos here, and everybody else try to fit in. Now they say, okay, I know how far you've run today. So let's say a guy's on special teams, mm-hmm. gets a lot of run. Then he can be backed off and put somewhere else and, and give him some drills. It's a very good way. It's a smart thing. The analytics has actually caught up to football and it's starting to you know affect how they even practice. Well, and that's such a good thing too because a lot of people, I mean, even the other day, we get callers calling in saying, well, analytics this and analytics that. It's got such a stink to the word, but it is so helpful. It's just data. It's just information. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got Sterling Shepard re- returning from PUP earlier this week. Yep. And then they give him the day off yesterday because you see how much work he puts in and yep. you want to be mindful. You want to be careful coming mm-hmm. back from that injury. That's one of those things that he is so far ahead of schedule. You want to make sure that he stays that way. Yeah. Having that information, especially on guys that are coming back from injury, is Absolutely. helpful. Absolutely. The one-on-one-off plus how many reps and how many miles he's run already during the day, they, they know all of that. So that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. You want to try the callers? We should. We should. Let's get into some callers. Again, the phone lines are open, 201-939-4513. First on the line, we've got Ron from New Jersey. Ron, what's happening? Welcome to BBK. Hello there, and Madeline, welcome to the team. Thank you. This part of the team, I should say. Thank I, you. I enjoy your post-game show, so lo- lots of luck. I appreciate it. So just it. two quick questions. Two, two quick questions that you just touched on, one of them with Sterling Shepard. Will, will he be ready against Dallas? How about Robinson? How's his health? And then I'm going to throw one up, Howard. I know you're going to like this one. Mm-hmm. How, how many times do they practice in pads these days compared to when you played? Oh, that's that's easy. Uh, when we played back in the old, you know, back in leather day. leather helmet days, you get off my yard. Now we in practices. Let's play in college. We practiced three times a day. Yeah, we had. Well, a, and in college, yeah. you're always in pads too. Yeah, Some of all, these guys you, were like, but you but you're always in pads. We practiced three times a day. We had the the, yeah. the morning practice, the cooler practice was full pads. The afternoon practice was more running, but it was shoulder pads and helmets. And then then the night practice, we went back in the we went back in the full pads. So we practiced three times a day, and we'd practice full pads three times a day, right. two times a day. When I got to so, the NFL. Do they still do that in college? 
I don't know if they can. I think that everybody has GPS okay. trackers, and they're starting to try to figure out how far these guys are running because there's just they're trying to prevent injuries. But you know, in college, you can still go ones on ones, twos on twos, and then on the off day, you go like ones on twos. My son's in college now uh, at Notre Dame. He's going right. through the exact same thing. Uh, they they do two a days. They get after it. It's not it's not it's just different. And they're in pads basically every day. Uh, when we got to the NFL, it was the same thing. We used to start practice off with nine on seven or inside run drill. So we were like, that was our warm up. Yeah, you know. So it's, it's just different. I, I can still remember what was the drill that, that they oh, there's so many concussions. That, oh, the Oklahoma drill. Well, you know where you lay on your yeah. back and pop up and try to get to get to the ball. So all that's gone. Uh, the NFL and the play and the union and got together and said, well, well, that's bad for football. So we'll just add games. <laughs> but no, so every team, every team does the same practice. Regularly. Every every team has the same have the same rules. I, I was uh, I was uh, questioning, and, I, and again, not questioning, but asking questions about when I first saw the first few practices, they had on helmets and nothing else. Like they used to have on these little, we would call them waffle pads under their under their under their jerseys, just to make sure you wouldn't get shoulder pointers or, or you know uh, you break your collarbone or something. Someone bumps into you too hard. Uh, they didn't have that uh, the, the first few practices because you're not allowed to have it until I forget what day you have to be in practice so many days or have an off day before you can put anything on your shoulders uh, trying to slow people down but it's it's a lot of rules they're trying to review it and trying to keep notes with the medical staff to see if it's working but the pads are safest believe me yeah well and I, yeah, I mean, some, even, sometimes oh, go ahead. I was going to say, even talking to some of these guys yesterday, talking to your guy, Trey Hawkins, mm-hmm. he was saying, you know, about the anticipation of putting pads on. He's like, well, pads are part of our uniform. This is what we're used to practicing and this is what we're used to playing. And it's almost weirder going through the practices without the pads. But yeah. sometimes, you know, it's got to, you got to do that to get those fundamentals down yeah. and be able to execute them. Well, yes, but I think the X pads is specifically now the ones that are molded to your body and they, you know, kind of have that aerodynamic thing that are, that, you know, that you can hit in the, the, Collision disperses all over. It doesn't really like, hit in one spot and hurt you. It's supposed to be so much safer. Yeah. It seems like they would have those on to protect themselves. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It, it, it almost seems that the pendulum never stops in the middle, right? No. It's so either one, maybe one way or the other. It. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe 25 years ago we overdid it, but today I don't know if it causes more injuries or not. But a doctor figure that one. Out. <laughs> exactly. I tell everybody it's like hot dogs. America's favorite, uh, America's food. You know the hot dog, but no one wants to see how it's made. Oh, but not. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. How, how about Sterling Shepard? Will he be ready for Dallas? Uh, I don't know if he's going to be ready for Dallas, and I don't want to like you know uh, promote him in that way because I'm not a doctor. I think that what they have to do is that they have to like check him, you know, going forward to see where he is, and. You know, you, we, we all pull up for Shepard, but there are a lot of guys in that receiver room. So, I know that. Yeah. So he, you know, the sooner he gets back, the sooner he's in full, full on competition. So right now he's like, everybody's excited to see him, but like, you know, he's at the same time he's got like he's probably pushing himself to get out there because he doesn't want to miss too many reps and like, hey, don't forget about me. I'm here. I'm here. So yeah. it's gonna be interesting to see. Well, and Shep's not only been just like an excellent part of that wide receiver, but also just the best hype man too. Yeah, he's. he's I mean, a with big his time. custom T-shirts rooting on his teammates last year, he's yeah. on the field chirping in all these guys' ears. Yesterday, Bryce yeah. Ford Wheaton was in the end zone, made a play. Shep pulls him aside and he's like, "Hey, let me, you know, got a yeah. couple notes for you on this one. <laughs> just really strong veteran yeah. presence for these young guys." That, that- that's why we want the guy in the locker room. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I love that about him. Ron, thanks so All right, much. Well, thank for the you call. very much.
Best of luck, Madeline. Thanks so much, Ron. Great hearing from you. And uh, just a reminder, the 2023 NFL schedule is officially out. Single game tickets are on sale now. Don't miss the Giants at MetLife Stadium this season. Visit Giants.com slash tickets to secure your seat. 201-939-4513 or find us on Twitter at hashtag Giants Chat at Howard Cross 87 at Madeline Burke. We've got Bella in Miami on the line. Oh, no. Bella in Miami. I wonder who that is. Hello, Bella. <laughs> Hey, you guys. How's it going? It's going good. In case this audience great. doesn't know, Bella is my daughter, Isabella. She's in Miami. <laughs> Isabella Cross, uh, the belated birthday girl, calling into the show. <laughs> so, what, Happy belated birthday, Bella Cross. <laughs> what can we do for you? Um, I was, Ron kind of took a little bit of my question. I know I've been talking to you a little bit about camp data. I know everything's going well. Our new guys are so exciting and Saquon's back, but I need to know where the room on this roster is for Shep this season after coming off of that knee injury. Cause I know you said he looks strong, but. Wow. Look at Bella. <laughs> Are you? Was that an interview? Was is, she, this, is this a proud dad <laughs> moment right here? Is this a proud dad moment? I that think is so. pretty good. I that's mean, a solid question. Bella. That's a real solid question. Like, where is the room for Shep? Like, I, I, I do believe, you know, in all fairness, I think that he he will have a shot as a slot. But I think that they're all all the receivers now on the team. That you have two or three guys that are definitely down the field threats. That you know, you know that's what they're going to be mostly. They're learning to run the inside outside routes, trying to take care of the middle of the field. I think Chef's an excellent inside outside guy and middle of the field guy, so he's going to have a you know fighting chance in there. So again, veteran, uh, big presence in the locker room, big presence on the field, fan favorite. If he's healthy, he has a shot, but he's got to be totally healthy, and that's going to be his, you know going to be his thing will he start will he start the season because once they take him off pup i don't know if they can take him put him back on pup right uh, so i don't yeah i don't think so. so so you know this is this is him you know exposing himself because he really wants to be a part of it and show he's ready yeah and i mean you're right bella good observation they have a lot of slot guys on this roster right now on this training camp roster a lot of it because of the fact that shep wandale mm-hmm. robinson some of these guys coming in banged up coming in injured a little bit um yeah. but if he works his way through i mean it's going to be a deep position it's, it's a very it's a very competitive position, but you know he wants it. He wants that smoke. So let's see what happens. And also, we talked about this last season, last preseason. We said, "Wow, look at how many wide receivers they have. How are they ever going to cut down that group?" Yeah. Organically, sometimes injuries uh, unfortunately, happen. Yeah. Unfortunately, injuries happen. So you never know. It's better to have that problem of too many guys in the room mm-hmm. than not enough too. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Well, thank you for your question. Bella <laughs> in Miami, thanks for the call. Yeah, that's pretty that funny. Da- Daddy misses you. Love you, girl. <laughs> yeah, I miss you all. Have a good rest of the show. <laughs> that's awesome. Hit him straight, Bella. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Giants fans, make sure to take your fandom to the next level with a season ticket membership. Stay connected to the club all year round, not just on game days. Memberships are now available for the 2023 season. To learn more about all the exclusive member benefits, visit Giants.com slash tickets. Limited inventory is available. How proud are you that Bella calls into the show? Inside, inside story, guys. Just so everybody mm-hmm. knows out there that She's not calling for me. You've I've been here with John, Paul, everybody, yeah, Lance. She just, 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 just any just anything. She's she, Madeline's on. Hi, Dad. I was like, oh, okay, Bestie. good. <laughs> 
Bella, Bella's golf a buddies. gem. My golf, golf buddy, <laughs> my dear pal. Yes, um, so awesome. proud of her. She's yeah. just crushing it down, she's in, killing down it. in Miami. Yep, she's just killing moved it. down there. Um, yeah, you raised them well. I did all right. You did, did all right. right. <laughs> you got some good kids out there, Cross. Um, we've got Wilson and Roxbury calling in on the show, 201-939-4513. Wilson, how's it going? Hey, Madeline. Hey, Howard. How you guys doing? We're doing pretty hey, good. Uh, hey, 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 listen, uh, uh, Howard and hey, Madeline. Uh, this guy, Brian Babel, he's starting to rub me the wrong way. Oh, go I tell you what. I don't, like when pe- I don't like when coaches insult fans' intelligence. I don't, that, it bothers me. Okay, I mean, and how so? And, uh, well, I tell what, you. what did he say you know, to touch the fans? Okay, we all know that it's a new season. We're not five years old. We know that. But when Stellan Shepard says what everybody, what every Giants fan's thinking, that, you know, we want to play off game last year, we want to do better. I don't need this guy saying, oh, Shepard, I think, is getting confused with uh, practice. I don't need him to say that. Well, because, Wilson, uh, what is, is, is it against the law? Is, can I just, let me just finish real quick. Is, is it against the law? I mean, what is he gonna? What is he afraid he's gonna get fined, or Jamal is gonna find him? So, him so for say, you, we so, want to do better. We want to do better than last year. Why hey Wilson, hey Wilson, let me ask you go a ahead, question. Go ahead. Go ahead, do you? Man. What's that guy's name? Is it uh, the Jets? What's his name? Aaron Rodgers, right? He won two or three. I don't know. Just take a breath. Like, this, 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 this is me explaining this to you. Don't talk over me. Okay, good. Or I'll hang up. I'm sorry. Aaron Rodgers won two or three of these MVPs. He's supposed to be the man. But his last year in Green Bay, the team looked pretty horrible, right? And everybody thought that they would win the North really easy. Same team. He put that team together almost. It never works that way. So when the coaches are telling guys out loud, and when guys are we want to do better than we did last year, yeah, that's great. We got better players than we had last year. That's great. But every year is a different year. Every game is a different game. It's not insulting fans' intelligence, but if a fan like yourself makes the mistake of using your fandom to think the guys are the same, then you lost. Well, the other the other thing to consider, though, too, Wilson. The other thing to consider is Sterling Shepard saying, "Hey, listen, our goal is to put a banner up there, right?" And then Brian Dable saying, "Listen." I slow want to remind you, you guys to have a good practice because Brian Dable is wait, wait, Wilson. Wait, 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 let me finish because Wilson Brian Dable is aware of the fact that if he says, "Yeah, we're trying to play for a Super Bowl," that's the headline on the back page of every newspaper, and everyone's saying, "Are oh, you trying to play for a Super Bowl?" And that's all they're talking about, Wilson. And Wilson and everybody has a different coaching staff. This is New York City, Madeline, and let me tell you, Madeline, that doesn't matter. I I heard I heard his first I heard listen, and I I I call a lot. You know, I'm a little controversial, I guess. I, I, but thank you guys for, you know, have a back and forth. But listen, his first, his first uh, uh, press conference with Joe Shane, mm-hmm. when I heard that, and a lot of my buddies heard that, we wanted to grab the TV and throw it at the window. That yeah, was but, but, but first here, but here, first conference. The, the, here, here's the thing. We appreciate your appreciate your call. Yeah, it, thanks but so here, much here, for Here's the thing. Wilson is upset that the coaches are saying, or this coach specifically is saying, that every year is a different year. We can't get too far ahead. Uh, players saying out loud, like, we went, made the playoffs last year and we should be going all the way. You know, we're, we're trying to hang another banner. Right. Great, great expression, great energy, great everything. Coach has to be the rudder. He has to be able to direct the ship. He has to keep everybody's mindset right. right. He has to say it in the press, yeah. in the locker room, in the coach's room, on the practice field, on the plane getting to the games. It is always about 
the very next step. I tell people this every day, and I told the guys this last year when I got to speak to the team. Remember this, you're never the same every day. You have an opportunity to get a little better or you can get worse, but you're never gonna be the same. And a lot of times, thinking that you're better without putting in the work to get better makes you worse. Yeah. Well, and yesterday's league is not today's league. Yesterday's season is not today's season. Last year, I mean, look at the Tennessee Titans, right? <laughs> look at the Tennessee Titans going from the number one overall seed in the AFC in 2021 to the struggle bus that they had in 2022. Yeah. Anything can change. Yeah. Anything can change. The Los Angeles Rams winning the Super Bowl, and then yes, they had significant injuries to their quarterback and, and to their matter. receiving court. It, it doesn't it, matter. It doesn't matter. It just every every week it's a week to week, a year to year thing. I, me- I remember being in. I remember we were in London, right. and I was listening to all the fans. You think we have a chance? I'm like, I don't understand what you guys are looking at. Yeah. You know, they're like, this team looks this good. This team doesn't. So. We'll see what happens, but I'm pulling for this. I'm pulling for these guys. And also, Giants fans know Giants have been on the losing side of so many of those games that were like had like a couple points this way, had a couple moments this way. Every once in a while, you'll be on the winning side of those things, but the pendulum swings both ways. Yeah, and you know, it, it, it we're one or two plays away from winning or losing sometimes. And and, and you know, and, and the biggest thing about last year and this year is the two different schedules and the one score games will, will be will tell a lot that you're going forward. Uh, I don't think there are games where one score is going to be going to be decided. It's maybe two scores here, two scores there. It's going to be some good defensive battles here, defensive battles there. But you cannot go through this. Do not put un- ex- you know unreal expectations on your on your fandom because you will be upset or you'll be super happy if things go well. But it's just we can't. I don't know. Right. I'm I'm expecting a, a great a lot of a lot of progress. I mean a lot of progress. But a lot of progress may be the same same record or one game less, right? Because they're better teams. They're better teams, mm-hmm. and you know, and each team every year is different as well. You know, yep. you look at the strength of schedule, right? People look at that oftentimes when the schedule comes out. Look at how strong this schedule is. And You're judging it, that based on who all of these teams history. were last year. You're based on history. And history, a lot of history have, changes. A lot of them have a lot of changes as well. Two zero one nine three nine four five one three. The phone lines are open. We've got Tim in Charleston calling in. Tim. Thanks for calling BBK. Hello again, Madeline. How's it going, uh, Tim? Hey, good. Talk to you on Friday. Hey, Howard. Thanks How for doing? calling How again. Thank you. It's it's great there in pads. I'm so looking forward to listening to Mars show to get all the you know all the feedback and everything because it's it's getting exciting. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, I did this with um with Lance and JC on Thursday, mm-hmm. and if you'll tolerate this, I just I'm doing like a little true or false. A couple of quick questions for y'all, okay. um, and, and I'm kind of try to get to everyone once they're on it. Oh. So the first one for each of you is the Giants will have for the first time in a Wink Martindale defense a player who gets double digit sacks. True or false? Oh, that's gonna be true. I'm gonna say true. Yeah, I'm gonna say true. You might have two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. And the second, the second question is the Giants' offense will have 40 or more plays. Of twenty plus yards, forty or more. That's 40 a lot. Or more. That, that would mean you have to have forty or more plays. Last year, I think they had twenty-one or twenty-three. I mean, uh, I think forty is a lot. Forty is a lot. I think I, they will have significantly more than last year. I think they're being in the high thirties. If they if they have more than forty, if they may have more than forty plays of twenty or more yards, 
they're going to score a lot of points. Yeah. Or, or, they'll be, or they're going to be or, playing from behind, behind a, lot. a lot. Yeah, yeah they could be playing from behind a yeah, lot. Yeah, both so. things could be true. Yeah, so I'm, yeah. I'm hoping for no no on that. Oh, that's but, a good point. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. Cause I if didn't figure that angle. Yeah. So you're both going false on that one. I'm going to go yeah. false on that, yeah. Just a little lower right. than 40. This one is the Giants' defense will be top 10 in either yards allowed or points allowed, one or the other. Yeah, that yeah. that that'll be top ten. You, if you think of, if you think of the best defenses, you can you're thinking of San Francisco, you're thinking of uh, Dallas, I think, and I think you're thinking of the Eagles. And then after that, it's a bunch of teams. Well, and especially with how strong this team was, the red zone defense yeah, last year, absolutely. I think I think they'll build off of that as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And the last one I may have overstepped, but we're going to go with the Giants will score at least three point five or more points per game on average. In 2023, 3.5? 3.5 points. Yeah, I think they'll more. be okay. So they'll have more oh, than oh, a field oh, goal? No, no, oh, wait. <laughs> I got it now. Oh, okay. So if more they score than the 20, their average points per game will be three and a half or more higher than they were last year. Okay. Yes. Oh, for uh, okay. I thought you were saying they will have three and a half average points. Um, three and a half or more higher than last year. Points uh, which, per which game. mean they would have to score to like about twenty four. They'd have to score 20? like twenty eight, uh, thirty in a couple of games. Uh, if they do it in three games, then they would break the average up. I don't know that. They, That's I, I, tough. I, you know, if they win seventeen to ten, I, I take the win. So yeah. I, I don't really care about yeah. that one. So I, I don't know about that one. Yeah, that's hard too. Because especially like uh, looking at this, I don't know. I, especially, I think so you're going to punt. You're going to punt, Howard. I am because I don't know because I, 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 you got to play San Francisco, you got to play the Eagles twice, you got to yeah. play Dallas twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Washington yeah. should have a decent enough defense. Uh, Seattle, I like I like their defense a little bit. Uh, yeah. You think about Buffalo, the Patriots, uh, Miami. I don't know if I'm Miami's defense, their offense is great, but I don't know about their defense. Uh, but you know the Jets, they have a top ranked defense. So mm-hmm. you know those that's more than half the schedule of teams. That you're playing that have top ranked defenses. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I, 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 I probably set, I probably set that a little too high. But Madeline, you're going false there. I'm going to go false. Yeah, I think because I right. think three hey, and guys. a half more is is, is quite a bit mm-hmm. as well. Thanks for indulging me. I'll listen to the rest of the show off the air. Thanks so much, it. Tim. Thanks for the call. Appreciate hearing from you. Two zero one nine three nine four five one three. Also, make sure the Giants' official connected TV streaming app, Giants TV, brings original video content and game highlights on demand and direct to Big Blue fans. Giants TV is free on Apple TV, Roku, and Amazon Fire TV, and the Giants mobile app. What do you got here, Howard? I'm trying to read this. Plays over over 20 yards. It says we had 43 last year. We had 43 big plays. This coming in from John Schmelk right here. With the double quickness the right double, here. It went to the thing, copied it. I can't even use a printer, so that, that's really impressive. And you can't a, use a printer? <laughs> I, I have an assistant, so it doesn't really help okay. me. No, uh, Your assistant <laughs> who just moved to Miami. <laughs> yeah. I, she gets a lot of texts. Well, with this, if this is true, then yeah, we'll have more than 40 plays of over 20 yards. I never really thought about it that way. Yeah. Because it looks like they had... Maybe giant, but still, through the air? Maybe through the air, yeah, because 43 was the fewest in the league, according to this. So yeah. if more than 40, that's still not super impactful of big plays. But if he means through the air, that, that might make more sense. Big passes. Yeah, big, big passes. Big passes. Big passes was 28. Okay, so that makes sense. He was probably talking about passing plays. Right, I yeah, it. I mean, because when you got Saquon Barkley running for several yards, that can be... Uh, I, I, we, I can't predict that. I mean... 
It could be anything in that situation, and I and I do mean anything. Like, right. You know, they're going to be backing off. You got Waller out there. He he could he could catch a bunch of twenty yard passes. Uh, um, everybody's forgetting about Unless Bell viral and sensation. Jason Pinnock is in the <laughs> way. <laughs> Uh, and you know, and and I, I think Bellinger's looking a lot better than people really expected him to look. He, I think that you know having Waller has, has really increased his his game. We also you know can't ever forget about Slayton that that's going to be out there, deep threat, high at a deep threat. Um, I don't know if the offensive line holds up really well. Saquon could run for twenty yards, maybe ten or twenty times. It, it just it that's a lot of ifs in there. So I don't do that's. You know, the other ones were kind of fun to do. That one I can't, if, I, don't, I have yeah. no idea. If ifs and buts were candy and nuts, every day would be Christmas, right? <laughs> okay. um, it's I don't know. Why not? It's it's hard to predict that kind of a thing, but it is very apparent that that's a priority for this offense. Mm-hmm. It's apparent that it's a priority that this offense has these big play abilities, has this long pass abilities, gives Daniel Jones the opportunity to not just send it down the field, but send it down the field with a quickness mm-hmm. because of the amount of speed that they're investing in. This okay, that, that's all great. I'm gonna do all it, great. I'll do it again. Twice the Eagles, twice the Twice the Cowboys, the twice the Commanders or whoever they are now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Seattle, uh, all the AFC, all the AFC East, um, uh, San Francisco. It's, is that enough? That's I mean, enough. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's yeah. Point yeah. point taken right <laughs> yeah, here, yeah. of course. Um, but yeah, you mentioned oh, God. Pro Bowlers on the outside everywhere covering. So uh-huh. and and Pro Bowl you know pass rushers everywhere. So it's going to be an interesting year. Interesting year indeed. Mm-hmm. 201-939-4513 or check in with us on Twitter at hashtag Giants Chat or at Howard Cross 87 mm-hmm. at Madeline Burke. Uh, we've got Roy in Charleston on the line. Roy, how's it going? Welcome to BK. Well, thank you. Welcome, Madeline. Good good to hear your voice. I've really enjoyed watching you doing the uh, post game show. Thanks so much, Roy. And I'm you're welcome. And Howard Iron Cross. <laughs> Good to talk to you for the first time. All right, thanks so hey, much. Um, and, and a shout-out to my buddy Tim in Charleston. And uh, <laughs> we're going to try to get together for a pregame. And uh, I'll shoot you a text, Tim. Um, so, Howard, I wanted to ask you your opinion on what um, – if we keep six wideouts, how many uh, – who, who do you think they would be? We know, that, we know Slayton will be one. JC will be. Um, go ahead. I'll let you do it. I'm, I, I, you know, I think they Paris be one, right? I think um, Slayton probably will be one. Hyatt. Hyatt's probably going to be one as a draft pick. That's three. Um, now I think um, Hodgins. Hodgins, yeah. That's going to be one. I four. Hodgins. You think Shep? I don't know. Don't know. I don't know because you got to remember also that. You think Cole Beasley. Again. Yeah. Don't know. So you have to remember how they how they sneak this around. So they can put six guys up, right, and keep the six guys. I don't know who the top six are going to be because I got two four. You know, you got Robinson if he's back and healthy. Mm-hmm. You you know he'll probably get a shot. You have who else is out there? They're they're like Colin Johnson. Colin, Colin Johnson. Johnson. Yep. Uh, Bryce Ford Wheaton. It's just it's a lot of guys that could get out there. So they're going to get their top six guys. After they get their top six, they're going to sneak three or four guys onto the practice squad. Mm-hmm. And when they keep the three or four guys on the practice squad, when guys start to unfortunately get nicked up and go down, then another guy steps in. So it's harder for me to do the receivers or the DBs because they're going to keep so many of them around. Mm-hmm. And like like last year when Hodgins just all of a sudden, we're, we we got to find somebody that can, that can run down the field with our, our big money guy 
has a hip that that he hasn't really exposed that he's going to do. He's trying to fight through it and play. That's really nice, but he can't get open. And now all of a sudden, Hodgins comes in and boom, 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 becomes a favorite target almost. Yeah. Slayton, who was like and, Slayton, who was quote unquote almost in the doghouse the year before, and everybody's like, man, I hope he makes the team. Turned out to be the big, you know, the most reliable big threat and on the team when it goes down the field. So I just don't know exactly which which four guys will be the starters. Well, if I knew which four guys would definitely be the starters, then I could give you the next two. But okay. I got I got to um, see I got to see this practice tonight because it's going to be live and it's going to be a little more a little more competition than what you're having right now on pajamas where you can't really touch each other. Well, and also we're really only a week into this and so many things, like we've talked about this so many times. Last year we had the same problem at the beginning of training camp. Wow, there are so many talented wide receivers. How are they ever going to make this cut? You hope, hope, touch wood that everyone stays healthy. Yeah, by the end of training camp you were down to like yeah. half of those and then by the by the, by the week four you, were, you, had, you had five guys that you could carry because – the sixth or seventh guy wasn't on. The, they weren't on the team yet. Right. <laughs> right. So we're, yeah. we're hoping and for I, help. And I rem- yeah, and I remember that was a struggle for us. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it was it was also uh, you know a credit to the coaching staff to bring these guys up from the practice squad, and they fit in. And I mean, we went to a playoff game. That was just you know that speaks of the player and the coaching staff. Yeah, um, I think you have to so really can, you have to really, don't don't discredit uh, Joe and and his crew too. You know, with the scouting and, and oh, being, being on top of everybody to have like you know live bodies that could you know understand an offense really quickly. And once they understood it, they can get them playing really quickly. Right. That that's probably the most most important thing is having somebody to know how to keep the you know keep the cupboard uh, full or you know stocked. So when something goes wrong, okay, let's see. Oh, let's try this. Oh wow, Nick looks nice. Yeah. So this is really good for him to keep the seasoning in, in, for the food there. <laughs> keep the seasoning for the food. That's one way to put it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and one last comment, you know, well, um, comment and a half. I think I think that um, uh, I think Paul is right when they when he said that you know I think there was a lot in the playbook we didn't get to show last year because of the injuries and we might be able to utilize a little bit more we might see some newer stuff um how many wideouts can they keep on the practice squad uh it's not how many wideouts i i think that it's more of how many players you're going to keep let's say you have you travel with uh five six seven linemen you'll probably travel with you'll travel with at least five to six wideouts two of those guys are primarily primarily uh uh special teams guys uh, then you so you, you try to staff your your practice squad. You get extra guys now, so you probably try to keep two or three yeah. linemen, two or three D linemen, you know, two two to three DBs, two to three wideouts. That's how they usually do it. And one, and one of those linemen, in theory, uh, usually is a linebacker or in a tight end. So that's kind of how they're doing it. And okay. you know, depending on what's, right. what, depending on who you have to call up from the practice squad, is who they refill the spot with on the in the practice squad because they have to sit somebody down. Right. Yeah. But there's no positional limits to a practice squad. It's just player limits, I believe. I think it's player limits. So right. you could have a certain amount of players, but it's you know who do you want to have? You, you could have all kickers if you wanted to. You I don't know why you would, but you could. <laughs> the sure. key is in the kicking game. <laughs> right. All well, right. guys, thank you so much. Appreciate you taking my call. Thanks so much, Roy. Thanks for calling in to BBK. Uh, but yeah, he's right. I mean, this wide receiver room is so deep. You know, Cole Beasley, Paris Campbell, Jameson Crowder, Bryce Ford-Wheaton, Isaiah Hodgins, Jalen Hyatt, 
Colin Johnson, Jaden Mickens, Khalil Pimpleton of, of Hard Knocks Juggling fame, uh, <laughs> Sterling Shepard, David Sills, Daniel Jones's uh, North Carolina buddy, Darius Slayton, Jeff Smith. I mean, so many bodies in that it's room. It's going to be a lot of bodies, and it's, and it's going to depend on what they want them to look like. Do you sure. want taller guys? Do you want quick guys? Do you want, you know, I, I believe, and I tell people this all the time, if you've watched the Patriots where, 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 where Coach, Coach had, had some, some run, they had guys that got open, and I mean running wide open. That is the kind of offense they run. When you watch the Kansas City Chiefs in the past, I know Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill, but everybody else besides the guy that's running and taking off the top off the defense was wide open. You, you want guys to get open. You don't want guys doing the 50-50 ball. The 50-50 ball means you're not open. He's throwing it to you in hopes that you can catch it. You want guys that are open. There's a window. You've created a window by your, by your speed, by your – your ability to break away from a guy, now he has a chance to get you the ball. Absolutely. Absolutely. 201-939-4513. Phone lines here for BBK. Um, another story we got to get to, Cross. I'm sure I'm surprised we haven't touched on this yet either, but um, Giants shoring up the offensive line, signing mm -hmm. journeyman center Sean Harlow. Of course, um, JC Hasenauer tore his triceps, put on injured reserve earlier today. Um, signing John Harlow, or Sean Harlow on uh, earlier today adding to that depth in the offensive line group because, of course, number one, you need it for the first day in pads. They've got, mm -hmm. what, 14 now healthy linemen because McKeithen is also on PUP heading into this season or, or really? right now. 14 linemen, that's it. Exactly, right? <laughs> well, wow. yeah. That, that's barely two groups. That's uh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. that's so interesting. It's, it's a little bit tough. So that, that group is a little bit thin right now, but Harlow, um, I mean, he came in on Monday mm -hmm. for a workout. Um, Seven-year veteran, fourth-round pick for the Falcons, mm -hmm. and uh, spent some time with the Colts most recently. The Cardinals played in 33 regular season games, started eight, giving some veteran presence right there. I think a lot of expectation is that JMS, the second-round pick rookie, mm -hmm. uh, will get the start at center or, or, or earn that spot. But, of course, he's got to earn it. Yeah, well, I think he's going to. I think he's gonna earn it. Watching yeah. him just in, in, you know, in these practices right now, he's able to call out the coverages, you know, get everybody in, in the right spot. He's and when you can do that, you know, the rest of the guys kind of play better around you. So tonight's gonna be a good practice for me to watch to see how he handles, you know, big decks in, in the middles. You know, <laughs> Leonard on one side of him, uh, Robinson coming up the middle at him. Those are some big bodies. And if you're in full pads, you know. Their, the energy is going to be super high, so that's this going to be his first real kind of, you know, baptism by fire in practice. You know, you got an all-pro guy playing in front of you. It's, it's really baptism by fire. Absolutely. You mentioned Dex, too. I saw him in the hallway earlier today. I was like, you ready to put the pads on? He goes, I feel like I've been in pads. All I was like, what is that? I get double-teamed every play. At least I'll have some protection this time. He looks like he's in pads all the time. <laughs> he's a big dude. <laughs> Big Dex, the man who calls himself Sexy Dexy. And you don't argue with him. You're like, okay, that yeah. sounds good to me. I mean, after, you see that sack dance, too? <laughs> it's all shoulders right here. All shoulders, all shoulders. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be – this is where we're against football, right? Uh, it's exciting right now. Everything's happening. It's, uh, yeah, I think the fans are at a fever pitch. We've, we've been doing the show a lot and just like no, no, tr there's no training, there's no anything, we're just, and we're talking – Coming up with some great ideas. I think John's done a great job putting putting you know great shows together. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, you, we did the college, the college uh, scouting and and who you're going to draft thing was fun. I, I think there's been a, I mean, a great off season. But now it's time to you know start as we say sharpening the knives. It's about time to go 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 to battle out here. These guys are looking good. They're getting ready and 
you know, because there's so few padded practices, I'm so I'm kind of excited to see how this kind of breaks down tonight, uh, and and see how these guys get after it. I'm also, you know, really, really, really interested to see how much time the quarterback's going to have to throw the ball. Yeah. You know, I know it's early. Yeah, because I, I mean, really... we've seen some plays the, the last few days, and some of these highlight plays on social media and stuff mm-hmm. that had they been in live action. Well, you know, I, I I don't know how you can stop somebody from rushing if they don't have pads on. Yeah. And so I, I, mean, I, I appreciate it. So it's going to be interesting to see if, okay, now that was great. You're running on me every day. Now let's see what happens. I'll put this pad on you. But it's going to be it's gonna be funny to watch. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be exciting to watch. See if uh, – how hyped they are! If they're going to be a little, little pushing and shoving, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of energy out there. Well, it's also, I mean, one of the things that Bobby Okereke was talking about yesterday. Mm-hmm. He talked to the media. He was at the podium, and one of the points that he made is that it's kind of a balance, right? You put these pads on, and you got a lot of pent up aggression, right? You got mm-hmm. a lot of this, like, okay, I've been going against you. I've been sick of seeing this and that. But you also have to be mindful of the fact that you're trying to keep yourself and your teammates your healthy, teammate healthy for a 17-game season. So as much as you want to really just lay it into them, you're also like, okay, listen, you got a, only a week left until you're going against the Detroit Lions in practice. Maybe save it for then. But that's got to be hard, right? That first day in pads in months. I, I think it is, and I think it isn't. I think it's, okay. I think it's hard for you know if you don't know what you're doing. Right. I, what I mean, if you're unsure about your playbook, because when you're doing this, you can kind of slide and get by a little bit. You can kind of nudge your way into the right position and, you know, think you're doing it right. And, and they'll tell you, like, hey, you need to get your shoulder here. You need to put your hand here. Uh, when he's coming for the double team, you, you got to twist a little bit. And you might just like, okay, I'll, I'll do it when he gets the pads on. And when the pads come on, those first few plays, you know, it's not going to be tempers flaring. It's going to be some feelings hurt because you're not, you're not going to be ready for it. So it, the, the balance comes between knowing exactly what you what you got to do, knowing your technique, being really good at your technique, and getting your getting, getting your steps correct. That way, everybody keeps their feet, and you get to the spot where you're supposed to be all the time. Yeah, yeah, you got to get to your spot uh, all the time, all the time. <laughs> but I mean, that's the other thing too. I mean, we talked to some of these guys earlier today, Ben Bredesen, talking about mm-hmm. this as well, saying, "Yeah, all this work without the pads on is harder for these linemen, for these guys in the trenches. But it also is important because it's an opportunity to work on those fundamentals, work on that kind of stuff." Even is Nacho, it, Nacho was like the only difference with pads is just more for me to grab onto. Exactly, but it, it's hard, I'm, I'm, especially for the lineman. I think it's hard. You, yeah, you, you're you're trying to grab something to hold on to something to stop somebody as you're putting your hands on them. You can't really punch somebody with because if you punch them and break their <laughs> collarbone, then yeah. you know. So it's it's a lot of. Or if you punch them and break your hand. Well, you know, punching is like you know this is what they do the whole time. They yeah. tape their they they no. go, they don't have tape on their hands. No yeah. pad, no pads, no gloves. So right. it's all it's all feel. So all. It's, it's very interesting. 201-939-4513 or on Twitter at hashtag Giants Chat at Howard Cross 87 at Madeline Burke. We've got Dave in Cranford on the line. Dave, what's going on? How you guys doing? Madeline, you just uh, fit right in, man. You're a great, great Thank spot. You. So, yeah, it's really that. nice. Yeah, really nice listening to you. Um, uh, a, a couple a couple different things. I'm not sure if Schmelk is listening someplace or can hear this, but he's always I, listening. Um, He's always. He's, I know he's always listening. I know, but uh, I'll tell you, I was just for fun. I was like, you know, hey, if the Giants dot com they got media covers, like, let me go and check out, you know, some of the stories coming out of like Dallas and you know what's going on with them, and you know, because I'm everyone's so focused on Week One, at least I am. And um, the, my one observation I came away with, I mean, I know they have a ton of fans, so my guess is their media numbers look really, really good, but. 
my lord, man, you guys are what what BBK puts out there, what Giant.com puts out there, what you guys put out there. If I wasn't grateful before, listening to these guys, oh my god, it's like painful. Dave, that it's just got a fist bump from Pearson right there. <laughs> okay, whoever, man, it's it, no, I, and I, I, I'm not being a homer. I'm not. I'm not kidding you. It is. I get that they probably have these awesome numbers because they got tons of fans, but the quad, like I was like, please, would you tell me something actually going on in practice? Give, give me an honest opinion. Like, you know, I mean, even Paulie Dots, I love him to death, but, like, he's still a, still a football guy. Like, you know, Schmelk and Lance and all you guys, it's like, oh, my God, I'm, we're freaking spoiled here on Giants.com. So wow. That, that's, number, that's number one. I know and you, I know you, you can probably can't. A, you can send a check to Schmelk's account. Mm-hmm. So, uh, no, is, he, oh, Schmelk's going to send a check to you. My yeah. bad. That was, I forgot that. No, back. he okay. already. Schmelk, the check cleared. <laughs> no, I want the check. No, he, he yeah, he wants the check. He already has. He he sent me a check for a cent. <laughs> he already. We've already you, gone through you, this. You know, he, you he know knows. him very well, then. <laughs> he knows. He knows. I love him. Second thing is just a real quick point about the guy that called in about um, uh, Dable. It's so funny. My reaction to Dable's comment about Shepard was the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and part of that is just because you know, look, Dable. If I've listened to every word that guy has said since he's become head coach. He has said that making the playoffs is not the Giants' goal. Like, he has publicly said that. Now, he wasn't necessarily taught, like, just as, like, an overarching theme of, like, what they're trying to do. And if you talk to him about last year, his biggest focus was on losing the last game to the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Like, that was his biggest focus. And, like, that, that gives me more confidence in the head coach than him coming out and making some sort of broad proclamation. And so – I just wanted to throw that out there. And the last thing is, I don't think there's any chance that Sterling Shepard does not make this team. I know, um, I, I mean, I, I understand the position. That guy is so unique. He, he gets hurt with these, like, wild injuries. But he's also on one side, which, which I feel bad for him, but he's also the fastest healer at the same time. It's like he's got this weird body. He's got that Wolverine he, healing. And, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm telling you, I think – I, he's got great rapport with Daniel Jones, which mm-hmm. I think is a, is a big deal. I think now I'm not saying he's going to lead the team in receptions or yards or anything like that, but I still think that they're going to be real. Like I, I think there'll be a lot of competition for sure, um, but I think Shep will be. Uh, I, I I really think he's you know assuming he's healthy, and I think he is. Um, I think he'll make the team. So that's it. You guys are the best. Yeah, Thanks so much, Dave. Thanks for the call. I mean, that's so true. Shep is the longest mm-hmm. tenured member of this team. 2016. This that's is his hilarious. eighth season. What a vet that's right hilarious. there. That's so funny when I think about that. You know, you it, it's a different world. You know, guys yeah. don't guys don't stay around. Contracts get done, don't get done. They move to other teams. Uh, very rare to outside of quarterbacks and kickers. You know, that maybe a couple linemen. The guys stay in the league past ten years. Yeah, it's very. You know, it's not like it used to be where you like. You kind of hunker down and you I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm going to do this is my job. And, but you, know, you can stay for 10, 12, 15 years. And it doesn't happen anymore.
It doesn't. It doesn't. That that one place staying there, having success yeah. there. Um, and Shep's seen the highs and the lows yes, here he and yes, continues to be bringing the good vibes. The smile. I mean, so much so. Not as much, His rookie year, he smiled so much. Guys called him teeth. Um, <laughs> now he's just young Shep. But I don't know. At some point, it's just going to be Shep. No, he's not young Shep. Yeah, he's not, he's, he's old not, Shep. He's old Shep. He's old, Shepherd now. He's vintage. <laughs> vintage Shep right here. But okay. um, a team favorite. 201-939-4513. We've got Rel in Maryland on the line. Rel, what's going on? I still got a uh, tinky bobber jersey. I need a new jersey. What's, what'd, what'd you say? What'd you say? I got a tinky bobber jersey. I need a new jersey. I have no idea He's what that is. He's got a tiki barber jersey. He needs a new jersey. Oh, okay. He's a new jersey. Yeah. oh okay. Well, who, whose jersey yeah. are you getting? I need, uh, I need my, with my name on it. One with your name on it? You get the <laughs> custom one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Rel, you got to go over to NFL shop, get that, go to the Giants, uh, you know, MetLife Studio. I'm sure they could get one of those things done at MetLife, too. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, and I'll be honest with you, because I'm too big. I, I, for me to get a jersey, it's like, you know, you know, it's going to be extra fabric. They're going to bring in the seamstress. I, I'm just not sure I want to do that. <laughs> hey, you got your Giants Legends polo on right now. I yeah. feel like that's that's the vibe right that's now. That's the, vibe. the look for like, you. Uh, legends. That's legends. You got enough years like, in a jersey. You know what that means? I'm what? old. I like yeah. that, though. I appreciate that. There you go. Don't be pissed. Don't be able to agree on you. <laughs> Yeah, you are. Like, yeah, you yes. are. Yep. You and Shep. <laughs> no, no, not on the no, same no, level. No. Not on the same level. Shep Shep's, got, Shep, Shep's knees might be as old as mine. Not even else. close. <laughs> Shep's got a lot of gas left in the tank. I mean, right Harm, I got a brand new knee. Had it put in last year, so I'm feeling pretty good right now. I, I can't run out this room, but I feel good. <laughs> <laughs> can't run out of the room. Yeah, no. You got a little squeak when you sit down. Yeah, I can yep. feel it. Everything's like click, click. <laughs> We got a lot to get look forward to today, though. A couple hours away from the first day in pads, we'll be hearing from Brian Dable before the practice. Hopefully, yep. he doesn't say anything to upset our callers um, <laughs> this time. But I'm sure you know he'll have a lot, a lot to offer looking into this first padded practice mm-hmm. um, in the twilight of the day. Right here, it's, it's just interesting, you know. Dude, like I said again, it's, I'm excited. It's going to be a little bit different time of the day. I want to see what kind of energy these guys come out on the field with. Uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see the contact out there. Are they going to be like, how hard are they going to be getting after each other? Um, I hope that there's not a lot of bodies on the ground. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean by being hurt, but like if there are a lot of, you know, the first day sometimes put guys put pads on. They want to see if they can knock a guy on the ground. If they do that, that's when little little nicks and bruises happen that you don't usually want. But I want to see them moving their feet. I want to see them getting, you know, getting in good position. I'm, I'm excited to watch the one-on-one pass rush mm-hmm. um, to see if these guys are – on the offensive line can handle some of you know some of the pressure they're gonna be getting, especially my man in the middle. We're gonna see what happens in that one on one. I'm excited to watch that. It'll be the highlight of my whole day. You think the one on one more so than the team periods? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and because the team periods, you're doing your best to protect each other. Yeah, right. Even though you're doing going through your drills and stuff, somebody could stumble and fall. You're trying to make sure the guy doesn't fall over. You 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 know you could throw a guy to the ground and in a one on one period just because you can get by him. You can't throw a guy on the ground and team Mm-mm. because there's too many bodies and too many. You, God forbid, you roll up on Saquon or or Daniel out there, then you think, okay, well that's a bus ticket. They won't even give you a plane ticket. That's a bus ticket out of town. So <laughs> they, they get you out of here. So you have to be ticket. careful. Yeah. Be careful. Isle of Wendell, where you want to sit? <laughs> that's over. 
Oh yeah, yeah. We'll have a lot to look forward to. I mean, not just the not just in the trenches. Of course, that's the key, especially that's the yeah. focal point when you've got the pads on. But look at these DB wide receiver matchups. The linebackers. Seeing the linebackers. Yeah. Seeing uh, you know tight ends. Mm -hmm. Your guy Darren Waller, who yeah. we have heard great things about. We've seen great things from yeah. uh, Evan Neal. Like I said, I'm, I keep Neal. going back to the trenches. I mean, I, he gets enough. Yeah. This is second year. He's healthy. I'm, you know, he's supposed to put a. Put a lot of work in this offseason. I want to see if it's starting to pay off. You know, it's going to be a lot of guys over on that edge trying to make sure they're they're opposite of trade. You know, Thibodeau. They want to. I want. I want to be the guy opposite of Thibodeau. You know, right now we think it's Ojulari, like, but it may not be. May not be. Yeah, could be anybody. You got that draft story, the two linked, you know, yeah. Evan Neal came on Thibodeau and all that. Yeah. You know, and it's tough because there's a lot of people making that comparison to Andrew Thomas. Andrew mm -hmm. Thomas just signed the extension. Andrew yeah. Thomas making that leap in year two. Mm -hmm. People saying, well, Andrew Thomas did it. Evan Neal's going to do it too. Mm -hmm. Evan worked hard this offseason, yeah. though. And, he and, dropped a lot of weight. And both guys had the same thing. Both of them were injured, mm -hmm. and they played through an injury in their, in their rookie year. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens here at the end. Yeah, but each guy is a different guy, is his own guy. Mm -hmm. um, and so we'll be able to look forward to seeing what that happens on it's the field be today. Yeah, I'm very excited to see it. Me tweeting out some photos and some uh, <laughs> updates. On the gram. On the gram. You know, make sure to follow Howard on the gram <laughs> for all the latest content. Uh, just cooking. Just cooking. <laughs> cooking with the kids. Yep. Um, <laughs> Love that for you. Thanks so much for listening to BBK today. Uh, Howard Cross and Madeline Park, we did it. We did. It's our, it's our first BBK together. Bam. Fist bump, buddy. Um, yeah, that's the show. Thanks so much for tuning in, listening to today's episode of Big Blue Kickoff Live. It's part of the Giants platforms everywhere and Giants.com slash podcast. You don't want to forget the other Giants podcasts. We've got the Giants Huddle podcast uh, as well as... Many, many others. Her playbook on there as well. Um, oh, I'm just waiting for John to get my podcast together. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. Just yeah, what are you calling in. your podcast? I have no idea. At the cross. At the cross. At the cross. <laughs> Meet me at the crossroads right here. Um, that's the show for us today. Madeline Burke, Howard Cross. Thanks for listening. Let us know how you felt. Like, subscribe, all that good stuff. We'll see you. We'll see you later.